Amen. Hey, we made it past the time change. Can we celebrate? Come on. God is good. Welcome Plant City and South Shore. God bless you guys. Amen, amen, amen. I'm going to pray and then I've got a little mini message and then I'll get into the regular message, okay? Father, thank you for the day. We pray that you would help us to see you clearly, see the way that you have for us. In Jesus' name and all God's people said, amen and amen. Delighted that you're here together. Welcome if you're a guest uh, or a visitor. Mini message, okay? Uh, I want to introduce the series that we're in. It's called You're Up. Just turn to your neighbor and say, you're up. All right, simple enough. Turn back to them and say, you're up. <laughs> We're all up together. I want to show you some pictures about what this means. We want you to discover who you are as you stretch out to serve God. First of all, this remember this little person back there? Or maybe you've got you know grandkids right now, and you join the team. You get a jersey. You're on Team God here at the Crossing Church. And, and then Coach says, come on. And, and if you remember, if you can picture that time when... You were apart, and then you, you recognize, oh, I get the helmet, and I get the bat, and I'm going to go up and now say, I'm going to swing the bat. That's right. You're up. You're up. From the, from the, this translates, we want to be up out there. We want to be up in here. We want to be up in here with the Lord Jesus. Next thing that we go to, remember the first speech you gave? Huh? You remember that time? I think I saw Jesus that day. <laughs> right? You're, but you're up. You've got this. Next one. You've got this. You graduated, went on to some new things. You're up. Next one, you have uh, marriage. Come on, can we thank, thank God for our marriages? So well, I, was, I was going through this the other day, went, uh, first Wednesday, and we got to marriages, and everyone's like, mm-hmm. I was like, rebuke that in the name of Jesus. We, we rebuke that. On to the next one. This is a super happy time when we have that baby, right? You're up. Changes in life. God's doing a new thing. And then I want to switch gears for a second and go to life groups, okay? Um, you're up inside the church, outside the church, and we're asking everybody who would make themselves available to lead a life group for us, okay? If you don't think you're ready to lead, we'll train you. We'll make it super simple. If you don't think you're ready to lead, you can host or you can be an apprentice. That means you're training. You're sort of OJT. You're on the job training. And so anybody who'd like to do that, I want you to see on the screen here in just a second what we'd love for you to do. This is, this is God's economy. This is his plan. How many of you know that God's always at work around us? How many, how many of you know that? You just, God's always at work around us. And he invites us. And then he speaks to us, and when he does, you hear somebody, you know, say on the radio, or you hear your pastor from the platform, or somebody suggests to you inside of your life group that you're in, hey, you could lead. You could lead. We have, everybody say this with me, crisis, come on, of belief. That's where the rubber hits the road. I don't have any time. I don't have enough resource. I don't know, I don't know how to train. I don't know what to do. But we say yes to God and adjust our lives. And when we do, we obey and experience God in a new way. How many of you want to help somebody in life? Come on. How many of you want to help others? Praise God. We're trying to get a bunch of leaders, 100, and really it's 3X, three, three 300 uh, apprentice and host homes. So 100 leaders for 100 new life groups for the fall because we think we're going to have 1,000 to 1,200 people join life groups in the fall, so we're asking you to get ready now, okay? If that touches your heart, I want you to see this on the screen, 844-296-9595. Would everybody in the house, would you just humor pastor today? Would everybody grab your phone real quick? Would you just grab your phone for me, okay? Everybody in the house, all the campuses, if you'll grab your phone, if God is speaking to you, would you consider that? You're going to text 
join, lead, or host to 8442-969595. All right. Everybody good? All right. Here we go. Father, thank you for this day, and thank you once again for what you're doing. We now enter into your grace in Jesus' name and all God's people said. All right. That's the mini message. Down, one down. One down, one to go. We're going to talk about the tithe today. The tithe, the T-I-T-H-E. That is not the tide. Tide is a laundry detergent. All right? Tide. Uh, Tide. It means the tenth, the first tenth portion of your household income coming to the house of God. I want to start out uh, with a little illustration uh, that uh, is, is a joke here, okay? I want to tell you in advance it's a joke so you can lean in. A man went to the doctor for his annual physical examination. After the doctor had examined the man, he asked, is there anything else you'd like to discuss today? The man thought for a moment and said, yes, as a matter of fact, there is. <laughs> this cracks me up. My wife has gotten so hard of hearing that often she doesn't hear me. Anybody know what I'm talking about? So you're asked a question and you're said, man, that was an amazing message. It wasn't for me. It's definitely for them. Some of you didn't get that. So the man outs his wife. She doesn't hear me, and she refuses to to get her hearing aid checked. What can I do about this? The doctor thought for a while, and he said, I have an idea for you. Next time you're around her and she's not looking, say something to her and see if she hears you. And then see how close you have to get before she really does cue in and, and hear you. Let me know what happens. So the man went home, went to the great room, and that was connected to the kitchen. All right, he could see her. His wife had her back to him. She was getting dinner ready in the ki- at the kitchen counter. So he asked at a reasonable voice, what's for dinner tonight, honey? As usual, she didn't respond. So he took a few steps closer, and he said again, what's for dinner tonight, honey? Again, she didn't hear him. No response. So he took a few steps closer and asked a third time, what's for dinner tonight, honey? Again, absolutely no response. So he gets right up behind her and he asks a question, what's for dinner tonight, honey? At that point, she turns fully around to face him and says for the fourth time, beef stew. Some of you are still getting it, still getting it, still getting it. If, if, we're, if we're willing to hear, I believe God is speaking to us today. Amen, church. Come on, amen. I believe God is speaking to us if we're just inclining our ear to him. The tithe is established in the scripture. I recognize, I want you to know, I recognize there's just all kinds of barriers and all that stuff, and I hope to just take those barriers down to explain thoroughly what the scripture says, and then to help us jump into this today together, okay? Malachi 3.10, New King James Version. The Bible says, bring all of the tithe into the storehouse. Bring the tithe, the resource. It, It was the tabernacle, then the temple, and now it is the church, that there may be food in my house. How many of you want a strong house? How many of you want to have a strong house, church? Come on. Do you, want to have, do you want to have love and joy and peace and provision in your home? Isn't it? A, it's a huge thing, right? Love, joy, peace, provision. I want to have happiness. I want to have ability. Well, God's house and your house are synonymous. So I'll tell you why. Because you are the church. You're the body of Christ. So when you bless the church, the church is able to bless you. How? In covering, in ministry, the church is able to stand up and be the body of Jesus on the earth 
to do super cool things, to have the ability to take care of people. Do you know that there are 7.2 billion people on the planet, 2 billion people without clean drinking water? So when the church is able, everybody say able. able. We're able to be the body of Jesus to people that need us the most. And I say us, us. Uh, just a little while ago, Life Outreach International, we gave $50,000 to give water to people around the world that need water. Come on, church. That's what I'm talking about. So when you tithe, you're sowing into your family, you're sowing into your house, and you're sowing across the street and around the world. It comes with a promise. See if I will not open up the floodgates of heaven and pour out a blessing on you and your household that creates generous surplus. That's my sort of summary ending there. 1 Corinthians 16.2, on the first day of every week, each one of you should set aside a sum of money in keeping with his income. If it's a lot, it's 10%. If it's middle, it's 10%. If it's a little bit, or even lower, it's 10%. God equals the playing field for all of us. Saving it up so that when I come, no collections have to be made. Two out of 10 Christians across the world, actually it's a little bit different in Asia now, but in America, two out of 10 support 100% of the church's ministry. Two out of 10. It used to be very high, you know, it was, it was a lot higher. It was 40% 50 years ago. And so I believe in the name of Jesus that at the Crossing Church, now watch this, the divorce rate's 50% in the world, 50% in the church across all denominations. Why don't we begin to pray that the divorce rate at the Crossing is 5%? How about that? Come on, church. And if it's, if, it's, if it's 20% of people that give 100% of the income, let's pray. Let's believe and pray right now that we could move into 50% and 80% and even 100%. I believe you can do this in the name of Jesus. I believe you can. I honestly, I honestly believe that you can do this. And I believe you can succeed in your marriage. And I believe you can have a great family. I believe you can raise your kids. And I believe we can, we can stand right in the middle of culture and look just like Jesus. Look just like Jesus. God is good. I understand that it's countercultural. I understand that what I'm saying is a little counterintuitive even right now, okay? 2 Corinthians 9, 10, and 11. Here's a promise. God says, and I'm going to summarize this for you, okay? He says that he gives you the seed for sowing, and he will increase the harvest of your righteousness. That's the summary of the scripture. So God says, I'm going to bless you when you give me a tenth portion to the house from your house. It's the first tenth portion. You give it to me. I will increase the store of your supply to you and to your household. I'm going to bless you. But I'm not going to bless you so that you just you know, go off on your own, bigger, fancier, you know, the whole lifestyle that we kind of chase in America. God's not, God's not into that. Here's what he says. I'm going to bless you so that you can become a blessing to others. I'm going to bless you so that you can become a blessing. And then God adds all things unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then everything else will be added to you as well, as well. Okay, so... I need a volunteer today. Somebody just, I just, just need a volunteer. Come on, sweetheart. Come on up here. Give her a big hand. All of our campuses, come on. What is your name? Alisa. Laylisa. All right. Laylisa, it's your lucky day. The price is right. Okay. Laylisa, I have $100 here. I'm the owner of the $100. 
all right? It's in denominations of 10. Everybody say 10. Okay, I am going to give you $100 today. You happy about that? Okay, are you happy about that? Oh, uh, you're not getting the 100 bucks. You got to cheer like you're getting it. Better. Okay, count it out with me in denomination, okay? Lelisa, we just put your hand out like that. Okay, here we go. You ready, guys? Here we go. Come on. Shazam! All right. Okay, that's yours. That's, I mean, that's really yours. You get to keep it. Okay, that's, that's yours today. God bless you for coming to church. Lelisa, God is good. Okay, now. Okay, now. I, oh, honey, it's okay. It's good. God is good. God is so good. I mean, the Lord has things planned in advance, doesn't he? Okay, so here's, here's what I would ask. I'm the owner. That's my money. I get to give it to you. Are you okay with giving me 110 back? 110. Okay, that is a tithe. That's a tenth of the income that I gave to her. Now, why is it so easy for you to give me a 10 right now? <laughs> She's like, I got nine right here. Like, come, on, come on now, that's the point, church, come on. Okay, listen to me. That's what God does with the thousands and then the hundred thousands and any other denomination that comes in your household. God says, just give me back a 10th. Why? Because I'm the owner. I give you everything you have, and so now what I'd like to do is I'd like to, uh, two conditions, okay? There's no conditions on what you spend it on. I just ask you that you would pray to the Lord with whatever you do with it. Just ask him, hey, God, what do I do, okay? Super simple. Um, and then we want to lay hands on this, and we want to ask God to bless it and multiply it. Would you stretch your hand forward here? Here we go. This is what, look, look at me for just a second. This is what God does. You are better off in your life with God's blessing on 90 than you are with 100 on your own. You're better off. I promise you. Because God wants to get involved in blessing the 90. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for, for Lelisa today. And we thank you at all of our campuses that everyone who has need, you multiply unto them. Take this $90, do whatever you want to do with it. In Jesus' name, increase it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Come on, give her a big hand. Okay, there's the principle. Here are the themes, okay? God is the giver. Say giver. God is the giver. For God so loved the world that he... For God so loved the world that he... For God so loved the world that he... I mean, he, he gave. He gave his only begotten son so that whosoever would believe in him would have eternal life. He gave his son. And could you think about this with me for just a second? We're talking about resource and so on, but God, could you imagine giving your son or daughter for people that maybe don't even trust you or love you or like you? Could you imagine that? God has such an amazing heart as the original giver. God is the giver. Uh, and, and we just need to recognize that. And if we do, then we'll say, God's not trying to take something from me. God's trying to help me understand who my source is. Right, church? I, I remember, you see, Verizon or whoever you work for, uh, whatever you do in life, they're not your God. Therefore, they're not your source. I believe that Christians ought to be the hardest workers. I believe the highest achievers. I really do. I, I, we ought to set the bar for everybody else. But... I don't serve a taskmaster. In other words, whoever writes my check to me is a surrogate to the one who writes my life for me. 
<clears throat> so when I give, I'm re-giving. What, what does that mean? Well, because I've been given to already. And so when I give of the tithe, the household income that comes to me, I give it to the house of God where I'm, I'm served and fed and covered. When I give, I'm re-giving. Okay, the next one. God is the owner. I'm the manager. I'm the manager. Genesis 1, he spoke all things. Colossians 3, he's the creator and the sustainer. Everybody take a deep breath with me. He gave you that. I mean, I mean God, he, he really does. He really is real. He really is there. Jesus walked the earth. He's the son of God. He died for your sins. He rose from the dead. He gives us the presence and the power of the Holy Ghost. He gives you the breath you're breathing right now. He literally is the giver, the owner of all things. He says, I own the cattle on a thousand hills. Translation, I've got all the resource you need. I've got everything you need. Come to me. I, 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 am, I am a father that is vastly wealthy, and I'm going to increase the store of your righteousness. How many of you, and I want you to think about this for just a second. Don't think about the word rich and think about bling and cards and blah, blah, blah. How many of you want to be rich in righteousness? Woo! Rich. He says, it's no problem for me for houses and cars and income. No problem. The harder thing is to achieve the riches of the soul, the spirit. And when you do, I'll give you all other things. Everything else comes along with it. Okay? God is our source. We're the stewards. We're the stewards. And so God asks us for this pattern. It comes out in the scripture. And I, and I want you to say them out loud with me. Number one, he says to give. Everybody say give. Yeah. Number two, he says to save. Yeah. Save. Number three, he says spend. Yeah. Okay, simple order. God bless you. It's been a great talking to you today. I'll see you later. God bless you. Super simple. But it's not, it's, that's not how we're taught, right? That's not at all how we're taught. We're, we're taught to, to spend first and then maybe, maybe we save, and then maybe, 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 maybe. And I believe, here's what I believe. I believe you all really want to serve God, and you would like to be a blessing. You would like to. But we don't have anything left. God takes the whole order. He flips it upside down, or right side up, really. And he says, I want you to give first, very first thing. Then I want you to save. And after you've saved, then I want you to spend. And so I want you to live on 80%. I want you to live on the 80%. 10-10, 80% is the rule, okay? Here are the principles. The Bible says that God is supposed to be first. He's supposed to be first. Uh, Exodus 13, 2. He says, consecrate to me every firstborn, male or female or animal. The first offspring of every womb among the Israelites belongs to me, whether man or animal. So in the Old Testament, it's agrarian. So I have a mule, an ox, a donkey, a goat. That's my money, all right? Every first animal, now boys and girls, they're not sacrificed. Can I get an amen for that? Okay, they're set aside. But I have to have, if I don't sacrifice the animal, if it's a, it's, it's a whole animal that comes across my staff, I sacrifice it. <laughs> By the way, how many of you are glad we don't sacrifice animals anymore? Right, it would be, you know, church would be a totally different experience. Nah, right? Totally different deal. A little messy. Nah. Okay, the animal, the animal passes by, and I sacrifice that animal. So here's, here's the picture. Here's what I'm doing. It's the first, everybody say first. That's the principle. The first of all things. The first of all things. Animals harvest 
wine, fruit, everything. The first is the Lord's. That's the principle. So I sacrifice it to the Lord, not knowing when I sacrifice this goat, if God's going to give me a hundred more goats. I'm trusting when I sacrifice the first, everybody say first, the first one that God gives me more. Okay. If that animal is lame or broken somehow, I set the animal aside and I take a year old male, perfect uh, lamb, a lamb, and I, I redeem the life of the goat or the ox or some other animal with the lamb. So it is with Jesus, because every one of us, when we pass under his staff, are broken and maimed and lame with sin, but the Lamb of God was slain before the foundation of the world and redeems my life, and he redeems your life. He redeems life. Jesus. The principle is first. The principle is first. Proverbs 3, 9 and 10, honor the Lord with your possessions and the first fruits of all of your increase, everything that comes into your home first. It's the trigger. So watch this. The first is the trigger for the 90. It's the actual trigger. Okay? And so if you had 10, you know, you have $10, how much is the tithe? A dollar. Okay. Which one is the tithe? The first one spent or given. The first one spinner given, okay? Those are principles. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of your increase, so then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. How many of you want your barns to be filled with plenty in the name of Jesus? Come on. Come on, church. Is that good? Okay, the house. Uh, the tithe goes to the work of God in the house where you're fed and covered as a principle, as a principle. So I'm going to say a few nots, okay? Not K, nots, but nots. All right, hear me out for just a second, then I'm going to, uh, hopefully I'll help you, all right? The tithe is not for friends, not for family, doesn't go to a previous church, not for missions, partners, or Christian radio, or any other good thing. Now, I'm not saying not to give to those things. Come on, can I get an amen? I want you to give to all those things. I want you to give to all those things. Wouldn't it be amazing, church, if your friend needed something, you said, they need a car, I'm going to give them a car. How many, of you, how many of you would like to live that way? Come on, some of you aren't raising your hand. Give a car away. How many of you, somebody needs a house, you give them a house. Somebody needs money, you give them money. People in China need food, water, clothing. We show up. Come on, we're blessed to be a blessing. But the tithe... First, the tithe first goes from your house to the house of God. So we get it in order. Then after the tithe, we give our offerings to everything God wants. Tamara and I started years ago, almost 30 years ago, and when we tithed for the first time, we gave $1.20. We had, we had $12 and we had more month than we had money. Some of you know what I'm saying. We, just, we, had, a lot, we had a lot to do. But somehow when we started the tithe, at the end of the month, when we finished the month, we had $120 left, and we've never stopped. We, we have far exceeded 10%, far exceeded. How many of you would like to live this way, that one day you could give 90 and live on 10? Do you know, do you know that there, there are actual, that like you go, nah, nobody lives like that. Yeah, absolutely they do. Philanthropists around the world, people that don't know Jesus at all, will stand in a TED Talk and say, 
Somewhere along the line, I learned to give first and then I save and then I spend. I've actually heard, heard the message. And they said, I, I, I don't know exactly what I'm tying into. Do you know the heavenly realm is connected to the earthly realm and the principles still work even if you don't know Jesus? It's still, the principle still works. And so God says, this is, a, this is just a heart test for all of us. It's a test of the heart. So in the entirety of the scripture, God says, don't test me. Don't test me. Don't test me. Don't test me. In other words, when you're praying, don't say, I need God to show up in my bedroom and I need for him to look like Moses and have Charlton Heston's voice. <laughs> don't test me. Genesis to Revelation, don't test me. Don't test me. Don't test me. Don't test me. Can't say it with me. Don't test me. Say it bigger. Don't test me. Except for one place in the Bible. There's just one. One time in the entirety of Scripture, in all Genesis to Revelation, here's what it says. Malachi 3.10. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. I want you to see this on the screen. I want everybody to say this with me. All the campuses. Here we go. Ready together? Here we go. Test me in this. Which is what? Test me in this. On the back of this bill, it says, in we trust. Interesting, right? It's amazing because if we, we let this trick us, we're, all of a sudden we're serving this instead of serving him. And I am not assuming. I understand how big of a bar this is. I understand that today, if you're hearing this for the first time, you're like, really? Come on. I need to go to lunch. I, I get it. I really do. Well, let me help you. Let me finish helping you, Okay. Bring the whole tithe in the storehouse. There be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out on you so much blessing that you'll not have room enough for it. Those of you who tithe and have seen God move, would you thank him with applause? Would you thank him? This is not a lie. <laughs> this is the truth. If you could hear all the nuances of the stories that I've heard over my 30 years of serving God to hear every, God is the great engineer of circumstances. He really, he's amazing. And at the end of this verse, he says, what I will do when you turn your face towards me with the thing that matters maybe the most to you, you worship me and honor me and serve me. And it comes to me first to build up my house so that I can move in, in the earth. When you do that, I'm going to rebuke the devourer. The devourer comes in lots of ways. And the enemy, because of many, multiple avenues, he can get into our marriage, he can get in with our kids, he can get into our finances, he can get into our health. And what God does is he says, back up to the enemy. When you're faithful in the Lord, he backs him up in his hands. How many of you have allowed the devil to mess with you too long? How many of you have allowed him to mess with you too How many of you want to stop it? Come on, I want to stop it. I want to stop it. I want to stop it. I know a lot of you need help, all right? We, we don't want to underestimate the help issue. And uh, there, there are many who are listening today. You'd say, I, I, I would love to give. I would love to be a person who's generous and I'm just free flowing. I just have extra money and the whole deal. I would love that. However, I'm in debt. I, I have college debt. I have payments. I have my job's not doing well, whatever it is. I want to introduce you to Financial Peace University, okay? I want you to go right here to the Crossing website, FPU. 
um, nationally syndicated author, radio talk show host, Dave Ramsey. Now, I want to do this again. All right. All of our campuses, if you've been to Financial Peace University, it's a 12-week course. And usually there's 100 people. I give the talk, I talk about it, and 100 people sign up and 20 people come. So if you sign up today for Financial Peace University, run like a gazelle from debt. Run like someone's trying to eat you. Because if you, uh, otherwise you never get out. Do you know, okay, let, let's do, here, quiz. Come on, we're having a quiz. How long does it take to get out of $33,000 of debt average? Somebody help me. How many? Somebody said 12 months, that's a little aggressive, love you. Somebody else? Two years. 18 months. 18, it's 18 months, so I'm, I'm giving you the answer. You guys are like, no, seven years. I said seven. <laughs> it, 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 that, if you have gazelle intensity and you lock in for 12, 12 weeks, go to 12 weeks and lock in in 18 months, in 18 months, within a two-year period, 90% of people can get rid of $30,000 in debt. 90% of the people can get rid of $30,000 in debt. Now, here's what I want to do across campuses. If you've been to Financial Peace University and it has helped you and changed your life, raise your hand. Raise your hand all over the house. Come on, all over the house. Look at this. Look, 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 look. Look. Okay? All right, you can put them down. Come on, let's thank God real big. Come on. Change your life. And then the last thing I want to do is I want to, I want to ask you to take the test together. Everybody grab your little sheet, grab your sheet that I gave you. You know, we gave you at all the campuses when you came in. If you would like to take God up on his challenge, his test today, everybody say test. It's a test of the heart. Then here's what we're going to do, all right? I want you to fill the card out. Make sure you read it for us, okay? Read it. Fill the card out. Make sure it's legible. And you tithe. Everybody say tithe. Tithe for 90 days. Tithe for 90 days. Because you can't put seed in the ground if you want to grow an orange tree, you can't take a seed and stick it in the ground and go, oranges, the next day. <laughs> they're, they're not coming. It's going to take a minute, right? It, 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 it has to have sun, water, light. It's got to grow. It, it actually got to grow. And so 90 days is like the minimum amount of time, but we'll do this with you. And if you tithe for 90 days, you take the courage, take God at his word. Here's what we believe at the crossing. We believe God backs his word up. We believe God is absolutely serious about the tithe. He's absolutely 100% serious. What's in the, you know that God can do what he says is in that word? He'll do it. And so when we tithe for 90 days, if somehow in your estimation, not our estimation, your estimation, God doesn't show up for you somehow, however you figure that out, at the end of the 90 days, if we know who you are, we know what you gave, check our ACH because cash is really hard to keep track of, we will just give you your tithe right back at the end of those 90 days, church. Okay, we'll just, we'll just give it right back to you. Here's the reason why. Because we know this is a big step. And so we know that we need a little bit of help. We need to say, man, I'm going I'm I'm to try to do this. I'm going I'm to test God. I'm going to test his word and see what he says. At all of our campuses, you can fill this out. You can drop it at a plexiglass box. You could do it next week. You could do it through the month of March. You can go online till we are crossing. We, we just want to give you the opportunity to do it together. Everybody say together. 
We want to we work this out together. We want to give you a backstop for the fact that you're up. You can do this. You can do this. You can do this. You can do this. We've seen crazy stuff over the years, and I mean crazy. Uh, and I want you to know, you can see all of our finances. You can see our audit that's every year. You can see our, our accounts. You can see our budget. You can see it all. We have, we have nothing to hide, okay? Nothing at all. One year, a girl came. She was in her mid-20s, and she said, you know, in the middle of the tithe challenge, she's like, I need to talk to a pastor. Things are getting really skinny. I think I'm going to need my resource back. So she came and talked to the pastor, and, and she said, I really don't want my resource back. That's really, I really don't. I actually believe you want to serve God with your resources, don't you, church? I, I really do. I honestly, in my heart, I believe that. And she's like, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm just going to let it ride. The very next week she went to work, they doubled her income. She literally doubled her income the next week. Okay, listen. Bear with me for a second. I'm going to give you a couple more illustrations. And some of you are like, oh, that's not true. I'm telling you, it's true. (laughs) Honestly, these are one-to-one stories. Years ago, a lady came to me up here. She had her 90-day tie, and I know it's a big challenge. I remember the day we did it. I was like, you know, this is a little strange, a little weird. I I don't know. I don't know if I trust the church, all that stuff, right? I get it. I get it. She came, she had, and she was shaking like this. She had her challenge and she had her check. And she was working at Home Depot. She was making $7 an hour. She gave and then she stuck with it. She was faithful, faithful, faithful. Four years later, she was making $7 an hour at Home Depot. Four years later, she owned her own business and she was bringing home $750,000. Now I'm serious. One more. Okay, one more, and then I'm going to flip the script to end. One more. Uh, a couple came, and, and her husband did not want to do this. He's like, <laughs> She drug him, right? I'm not suggesting you drag anybody today. It's you, sometimes, most of the time, that doesn't work out. She drug him. He worked at the base. She worked at a Fortune 500 company. She drug him, drug him, drug him. He's just like, he was all over the place. He was nervous. Like, he didn't want to talk to me. I'm like, hey, he's like, you know, he didn't, he didn't want to talk to me. All right, I get it. He's like, I don't agree with this and that and whatever. I said, listen, you got nothing to lose. Well, you put your resource in. She's, you know, I mean, she's pretty strong, right? She's, and she's fully in. If you guys can agree and you do it, and, and you see that it doesn't work out for you, we'll just return your income. He said, okay. So things changed dramatically within like two months They got involved in a health food organization. They moved to North Carolina seven years later, today, seven years later. They tithe. Everybody say tithe. Tithe. They tithe more than their annual income was seven years ago. So listen, so listen. They have multiple homes where people from around the world in ministry come to stay in those homes. They support missions like crazy. They support their church like crazy. And they're multiplying. They're, and, and so their entire lives changed. Their health, their family, the whole thing. But I'm not saying to you that tithing is a silver bullet and it's one-to-one and you're going to be like mega rich and whatever. Is it, you know, right, church? Come on, that's not the point. What the point is is that you get the blessing of God in your life. 
God shows up in your marriage. God shows up in your finances. God shows up in your health. God shows up in your children. We have seen over and over and over and over crazy stuff employment things that God turned around. People have been unemployed for a long time. They start to tithe. All of a sudden, things turn around. We've seen gifts and cars and somebody walk up to somebody and say, here's 10,000. When's the last time some random person gave you $10,000? Random? Come on, really? We put the pieces together. We put the pieces together. We've seen physical healings. Several times we've seen infertility completely healed because of what God does. He just turns his face towards you. Amen, church? Amen, amen, amen. Come on, we can clap for that. Come on. All right. So if you, if, if you feel good, you want to do this today, that's fantastic. If you need to pray, that's awesome. You want to pray, you want to talk, you want to walk, you want to ask God. At the end of our services, there are going to be people at all the, all the campuses. If you need help, you got somebody to talk through this with. And we'd be happy to do that. You have questions about the tithe. We have all kinds of information online, all right? I do this one time a year. Everybody say once. All right, I do this one time a year. I mean, and, and we have hundreds and hundreds of people do it. And every single year, we're blown away with what God does to engineer circumstances for people. Amen? All right, let me pray for you. Would you bow your heads? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for the goodness and the glory that you give us. Now, every person across every campus, if you want God to increase your faith, would you slip your hand up for me? Increase your faith. Okay, there we go. Hold it up. This is an act of faith. Hold it up. Father, in the name of Jesus, grow in us a capacity to build our faith in you, to receive from you in everything and every way in Jesus' name. You can slip them down. Heads bowed and eyes closed. Now every voice, just every voice, if you'll join me, say, Lord Jesus, today's a day. I give you my life. Now I just want you to think about that for a second. Say, I give you my life. That's right. You can tell them, I know, I know, you know, I know you know. You just tell them, I know you know. You know I have sin. I'm going to turn that over to you today. Now I want you to finish this with me out loud. Say, Lord Jesus, I turn it over to you. I give you my life. Come live on the inside of me. Heads bowed and eyes closed. All of our campuses, if you prayed that way for the very first time today, you're saying, I want Jesus to be my Lord today. I'm going to ask you to raise your hand, and I'm just going to ask you to hold it up for just a second. I want you to hold it up for me, okay, on the count of three. One, two, three. Slipping your hands up while I see you. I see you. Would you hold them up? We're just going to bring you a card. Slip your hand up. Thank you. I saw you. Right over here. Right over here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I see you. I see you. Others today. I see you. Would you raise your hand nice and tall? I see you. God bless you. Others, if you, if, you, if you go real quick, we won't be able to make it to you. Slip your hand up. Just hold it for me. I see it right here in the middle as well, right here. Right here in the middle, right here. Thank you. Over to my right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Others, if, if we haven't seen you yet, if we haven't made it uh, to you with a card, would you wave? Just stick your hand up higher and wave. Don't want to miss you. Anybody else today? Thank you, God. Anybody else? One last time. Anybody else? Amen, amen, amen. Okay. Oh, we see you. We see you, friend, right over here to my left. Thank you. Anybody else? Right here. Okay, we, all right, we see you. We're coming. We're on our way. Anybody else? Wow. Yeah, I, 
I've never seen this many people give their life to the Lord in a tithe message. Anybody else today? Anybody else today? God, you just feel God's moving on your heart. You say, man, I, I want to surrender to Jesus today. Anybody else? God Almighty. Anybody else? Come on, can we thank the Lord one more time? Real big. Can we thank him? Okay. So if you receive, if you... You can fill those out. You can drop them in the plexiglass box. You can pray, go online. You can do it through the month of March, all of that stuff, okay? Um, let's stand together. We have access to the altar. And I'm going to ask you if you could, if you would, just that all the motion would be towards the front right now. We're just going to worship for just a second to seal this in. And then Pastor Wade is going to finish us. God bless you. I love you. Delighted to be with you.